Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle, the Christian girl's guide to modern dating. We're here to help you date with confidence while honoring the Lord and to show you that your identity and contentment are in Christ. We're going to give you the tools that you need to date successfully and be set up well for success in a godly marriage. If you've ever felt like you didn't really belong with any of the extremes in dating today, well, you're not alone. Neither did we. And that's why we're here looking for the middle. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Looking for the Middle. We are so excited that you're here with us for another week, another episode. I feel like the last couple episodes, we've been around like the 40, 45 minute mark. Um, and we're like, oh, wow, look at us. Because that used to be long, like early seasons. <laughs> yeah. And yep. now... It was like 20 minutes the yeah. whole first season. Yeah. Yep. And so now we're like, oh, we went short today. We're looking at the outline today. It will not be one of those days. No. Like, it's if just not is, going to be. If it's under an hour... We're like, woohoo! I'm going to be impressed. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this one... Okay. So, before we dive into this marathon of an episode, I will rush through all of our housekeeping things that we always have at the top really quick. So, first thing, if you don't follow us on social media, you totally should. Go over to Instagram, LFTM underscore podcast, and follow us there. It's super fun. We ask questions. We do polls. It's how you can get involved with actually getting your two cents worth into the show, whether it be answers to questions or episode ideas, all that head over there, follow us. Second thing, head to our website, lookingforthemiddle.com. Click on the button to sign up for our newsletter. We send that out every Thursday. It, uh, it will go out after the episode on Wednesday. It has links to articles we've read, podcasts we've listened to, books that are helpful, things that we like. So if you haven't done that, be sure and go check that out. But without further ado, let's dive in let's dive in today's well, actually, question of the day question first. of the day first are you ready yes how would you sum up the internet in one sentence oh bethany got very excited about this question so okay can we use quotes absolutely other things absolutely okay y'all know we love friends so here's my quote monica she's talking to rachel I don't remember the exact context of this. You can probably tell me after I say the quote. So here's Monica's quote. She says, welcome to the real world. It sucks. You're going to love it. <laughs> I feel like that sums up the internet. I think so. <laughs> it sucks. You're going to love it. Oh, gosh. Well, that's a good one. Do you know? Do you remember the context of this? Yeah, because um, you talk about this. Like, what were they Monica's doing? quote. Yeah. Rachel like officially decided to get a job and like not go back to her parents and she was like she was poor basically after she never had been and so um she like cut up her credit cards (laughs) i think got her first i don't know if she got her first paycheck at that point but it was um something along those lines okay (laughs) i'm trying to think like I feel like in my mind, it's like the internet is the answer to every question you ever wanted to know and every question you didn't want answered, like (laughs) all at the same time. You're like, oh, this is so helpful. But also I'm like, I didn't need to know that. I never knew I needed to know this information. Yes. So I'll go with that. That's a really good way of putting it. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So now that y'all know what we think about the internet (laughs) or um, what we, gosh, that could, we should have done an episode on like how when we did our online dating series like yeah how has the internet bettered and worsened dating oh even like because uh, obviously there's online dating but then there's also like you stalk people and like things you find well, out about people. don't we have in 
our in the hopper an episode on like dating and social media oh do we i think i think that's one of those we have on the list we should add that as kind of an aspect of it we do i'm gonna put Put that that on there yeah because i think that's a really good a really good point is yeah how has the internet helped hurt in general not just social media specifically i think that's a good question yes um but we're not talking about that today we are talking about the fact that it's okay for dating to be fun i cannot tell y'all and i'm sure bethany feels the same way the number of times that our parents our grandparents or people from their generations and age brackets have told us dating is supposed to be fun and then they ask us why we're not enjoying it it's not the same no dating today is not at all what it used to be no i mean when our parents describe how dating happened well first of all this kind of applies to what we just said about the they didn't have the internet Mm -hmm. they didn't have cell phones they didn't have social media yeah well, but I think it, I think a lot of it comes back to, this is not the notes, this is not what the episode's about, so I'm just going to throw this out there and we'll unpack it later. The, I think a lot of the way dating has changed and then why it's so different and so not fun anymore, <laughs> or seemingly, is that the entire outlook and view of marriage has changed. Because then, if you think about when you listen to people of our parents' generation and how they dated and all that, and then they got married and you're going, a lot of times it's like, that was so fast. How did you really know each other? How did you know what you needed to know before you got married? All of these things. But the view at large of marriage at that, the more you go back into the past, the more it was this way. Marriage is a commitment. And it doesn't really matter what you did or didn't know. You're married now and you're staying that way. That is not, I hate to say it, even in a lot of Christian circles, that is not the view of marriage today. Mm. And so you have to know every little thing you could ever possibly want to know about this person before you marry them. Because it's not, okay, we're married And now we're going to figure out and make this work. That's not the mentality anymore. And so it has completely shifted, and I'm not saying for the better, dating and how it's done. And I think that is a big contributor as to why it's not fun anymore. Because you have to figure out all this stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's a great point. (laughs) At the same time, though, don't let the pressure from other people, like your parents or whoever saying, oh, it should be fun. Don't let that like skew your view of it because a lot of times they're quick to say oh just have fun enjoy the dating stage this is the most fun you have fill in the blank but then how quickly is it followed up with not in the same conversation but pretty quickly then they're asking well where is he spiritually and does he want to get married and have kids and what are his long-term goals i think you said does he have a financial plan all this stuff and it's like (laughs) calm down we haven't even been on two dates yet so Think of these competing things you have in your head going into the first few dates then. And so it's easy to feel like, well, everyone's asking me these things. So it, this must be information I should know or they wouldn't be asking. And I don't know any of this information. So I need to ask. You feel this pressure to push, push, push and ask all of these things when it's really early on. And maybe those things don't have to be asked, but you feel like you should. And I think if you're bo- if you're moving forward with this guy, you both enjoy each other's company, you're having a good time, 
and you think it's moving at a good pace, it's okay to just have the fun in the process of doing that. Just because people are asking you questions does not mean you're at a place that you should know that information. People just ask questions. Yeah, and I think that's what gets so confusing because in one year we're being told like, oh, you should just have fun dating and it should be, you know, exciting and lighthearted and whatever. And then we're also being told as believers, like you're dating for marriage. Like you shouldn't go out with this guy if you don't know, you know, (laughs) that he's a good candidate for a husband. And it's like, you can do both of those at the same time. Like it, and it's, that's where I feel like it gets frustrating. And particularly as girls who stereotypically, I'm not going to say we're all like this, but a lot of us overthink everything. Oh, absolutely. So we don't go to the side of, oh, we'll just see what happens. I'm going to kick my feet up and just have a grand old time. It's like, oh gosh, no, they're right. Like, could I see myself marrying this guy? Of course it's not fun because you're four, you know, months ahead timeline wise. We've talked about that in multiple episodes about how we get so far ahead in our brain of where we actually are with a guy that we almost self-sabotage in a way. And so, but we don't ever, I mean, that's a, we don't get to say that to like the person saying, oh, just have fun. Like, let me tell you why it's hard to have fun because I'm hearing this. But then two months ago, you asked me this. (laughs) So what do you want me to do? Yes. Well, and I think if quote unquote dating for marriage, which we had to do a whole episode on that. What does that mean? Yes. Uh, It's such a buzz phrase or whatever. Yeah. If dating for marriage is completely lacking in fun now. Like, then when you get to marriage with this person, it's probably going to be the same way. Like, if there's no fun being had, if you're just focusing, like, we get so laser focused on figuring out all these really big, serious, non-negotiable things that you should. I, I hear us. We're not downplaying those things. I know. I think you guys know that, but just so that it's said, we're not But if that's what you're so focused on that you forget to figure out, do you just like having fun with this person? Do you just enjoy their company? Do you get along well? Do you like hanging out with them? If you forget to figure that part out, you may get to marriage and realize those really big, serious things are all you have in common. Mm -hmm. That's true. And they're important. And I'm not saying you're stuck and you can't make a marriage work. You're married. you, You make it work. You figure it out. And you find the fun then, but I think you can save, like, save yourself some of that frustration by just relaxing a little and enjoying that time and having fun. Just because it's not the most important doesn't mean it's nothing. I think we've talked about that a lot yeah. when it comes to, like, attraction and, like, being attracted to someone. Just because it's not the most important thing doesn't mean it doesn't matter at all. That's true. And I think this kind of falls into that same category. I would agree. Well, and if you really boil it down, too, if you are in this mode of when you start dating somebody, like, I got to figure all these things out about him and it's, you know, I am laser focused and we're going to ask all these questions and do all this stuff and you're not enjoying yourself, one... You're never going to get to this, like, checkbox point of, okay, now I can relax and have fun. Exactly. But also, like, you're probably not giving the best impression of yourself and who you actually are when you're just being yourself and you're relaxed and you're having fun. So even if, okay, maybe the guy likes the super laser focused and this and that and whatever, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm good now. Like what? And he's like, okay, who well, you just you? changed. So, you know, it's not this hot and cold, like, you know, opposite end of the spectrum kind of a thing it's like you can 
get to know somebody, you can still be asking questions. You can still, you know, be gathering information Mm -hmm. while also enjoying yourself. And I think that's what we want to get across here is exactly what Bethany just said. Both sides are important. One's not, you know, one doesn't need to be totally present and the other one not present at all. But you've got to be able to balance them. And that I think is the answer of we can, there is a way for you to date and get to know somebody and figure out if there's someone you want to continue to spend time with while also enjoying yourself. Yeah. Well, and and talking about like you can relax and still get to know them and ask questions and figure things out and you can and you should. I some of the things I want to know though are what makes him laugh? What, you know, what just little things that are not deep theological character issues so even if the things you find out are just those lighter things that's still making progress yeah i guess it's not the bit the big deep theological compatibility character issues whatever all of those things are not the only things that matter like so if you go into a date and you leave that date and you're like well great all I know now is what kind of candy he likes in a movie. Okay. Like, you, you know, you, you go to a movie and you know what kind of candy he likes or what he likes to drink in a movie or whatever. And then you're going to sit there through a movie and you're not going to talk the whole time. Unless you're me. I might talk during movies. <laughs> but about the Same. movie. Not about, okay, so tell me what you're eating in your quiet time. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about that in a movie. We're going to enjoy the movie. But it's not wasted time. I think we can sometimes feel like that was wasted time because I don't know. We're not closer to knowing whether or not we want to get married. Yeah. But that's okay. Well, and I think some of the stuff you just said, too, you're not even going to figure out by asking questions. You're going to figure them out by observing. Exactly. You know, and not, I'm not saying be creepy and, like, stare at him forever. <laughs> I mean, you can. I mean if, he's if he's cute, you go can. right ahead. I mean, more power to you. But... You know, you're going to figure out, like, what makes him laugh, how he treats other people, mm-hmm. what's fun to him, what makes him excited yeah. by observing. It's not even, like, you don't have to ask, tell like, me what tell me three things that make yeah. you laugh. Like, it's, you know, someone may, you know, trip and fall when yeah. you're, you're walking down the street and he busts out laughing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, you have a warped sense of humor. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to be able to trip around you or you're going <laughs> to, instead of helping me up, you're going to laugh at me. But it's not... And I think that's what we've, especially again, as believers, when we've been, you know, just told over and over and over, date for marriage, date for marriage, date for marriage, we turn dating into a job or into a a mission. Yeah. Yeah. It's like mission, find a husband. These are the four (laughs) tasks I have to, yeah, (laughs) seriously, you're like, I have to complete these four tasks to get to the next level. And then I need to do these things. And it's like, and we don't have time for extras. Yeah. Yeah, It's like a clock. Well, I mean, I guess there's kind of a clock coming down, but we won't get into that. (laughs) Yeah, so it's just like yeah, we've 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 overcomplicated it. Mm-hmm. And as long as we continue to overcomplicate it, it's not going to be fun. Yes, and I I would like to say just to I don't know, just to clarify just to say the the opposite of overcomplicated is not that we're not taking something seriously. You can take something seriously and it not be complicated. And I think, too, it's okay to want to have fun. I, I don't know. Sometimes, at least you can tell me if this is you or not. Sometimes when you're dating, you all, 
you almost feel like you you shouldn't have fun. Like this should be a serious endeavor. Yeah. And then if you're just enjoying it, well, you shouldn't. Yeah. You're how, dating like the world if you're just enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, or it's no, casual. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I guess yeah. Serious does not the opposite of serious doesn't have to be overcomplicated. And then fun does not equal casual. Mm-hmm. Like those are two things I would wanna I would say really remember those things. It's okay to want to have fun. And I think in an effort to keep things correctly prioritized, which we've taught we talk about a lot on here with there are a lot of good intentions with a lot of the things that like especially from the church, there's a lot of good intentions, but I think things get taken to an extreme. And I think this is one because in an effort to keep things correctly prioritized, we're told that fun quote unquote things are secondary and they are, that is true. It is secondary. It is much less important. What makes someone laugh than it is. What does he believe about the gospel? That is very secondary. And we're not saying it's not, but I think a lot of times secondary becomes the 78th priority on the list or non-existent altogether. It's almost like we have primary things and then we have secondary things, but we're just going to sweep all the secondary things under the rug because they shouldn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's not primary and like non-existent. It's primary and secondary. Like Mm -hmm. it still matters. And I think it's a both and not an either or kind of situation. And a lot of times I think, we get into this mindset of okay either i'm dating for marriage or i'm having fun yeah yeah it can be both yeah but that doesn't always seem possible yeah right i would 100 percent agree and i think that kind of like we talk about with our lists of Mm -hmm. what we're looking for in a husband i i've told y'all if you've been listening for a while i tell people all the time when i talk about my list they're like Nine or I think there are ten things on my non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. I can back nine of them up with a Bible verse. Yeah, I can't back the height thing up with a Bible <laughs> verse. I'm sorry, I just can't. I can refute it with a Bible <laughs> verse, but we're not going to talk about that. But that is, I mean, obviously, him loving the Lord is the most important thing. But he also needs to be taller than me, okay? Yes. And so, you know. In the grand scheme of eternity, does yeah. one matter more than the other? Yes. But are they both extremely important to me? Yes. Yeah. Is a guy's like is him having a good character, him being kind, him being selfless, him being caring. All those things are really important. Him being taller than me is very important. Okay. Yeah. And so exactly what Bethany just said, like just because it's not dating for marriage or just because you know you're not having some sort of faith-based conversation doesn't mean it's irrelevant or not important and that you're wasting your time or you need to speed through it or you can't enjoy it or whatever you are going to spend the rest of your life with this person Mm -hmm. possibly i'm not saying every person you do but like if this works out the rest of your life is a long time yeah i mean you live to be 80 and you get married when you're even you're like 30 35 that's more than half your life with this person Mm -hmm. okay so you want to make sure that you enjoy being around them and it's not just like oh can we have deep theological conversations like oh no can i like laugh with you at the same tv shows or can we have inside jokes or when we just go for a drive and go run errands can we have a good time like because they're you think about any close relationship you have friendships family past dating relationships if you're not dating somebody right now whatever there is an ebb and flow to your conversation to you know what y'all 
do when you're together, what you talk about, there are going to be days where you've got these really deep, long conversations. You're like, wow, that was so great. And then there are going to be days where you just go goof off all day. Or there are days where you have a movie marathon and you don't even talk that much, but you're just (laughs) spending time together. Like there is an ebb and flow to that. And that's no different with the person you're dating. And so you've got to make sure that you can do all of those things and enjoy it and want to continue to be with this person. Because if you find yourself, you're like, oh, well, we have really good, like, you know, faith, spiritual conversations and all of that. But then if we're not really talking about that, we're just kind of hanging out. I'm bored out of my mind. Right. That's not, you know, I'm not going to tell you to go force yourself to date this person. No. And I think we, you almost feel less spiritual or you feel like you shouldn't even voice that of Mm. I mean because I've said that before I'm like with different like specific guys of like okay he is like on top of things spiritually like mature he like we're on the same page theologically doctrinally like this is great but I don't want to talk about that 24 7 but you it's like but am I less of a Christian because I want to talk? Like, you know, it's like, well, I don't want to talk about God is basically what you feel like you're saying. Yeah. And so you feel like, oh, am I, am I, am I the problem? I guess I should probably just get over this because this is what's really most important. And, you know, then we get back to the old, the whole thing we've talked about over and over. If you feel like you're okay, your options are this guy who's like deep theologically and sound and like great in all these things the end yeah or this guy that you really like hanging out with and he's fun and you'll have a great time or whatever and then his faith maybe isn't as deep as you would hope or it's not moving forward it's kind of just a shallow surface thing that's another one where it feels like when do we find the both and yeah of this because it seems very either or yeah a lot of times and that can get frustrating when it comes to dating, too. Absolutely. It kind of takes the fun out of it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's also okay for dating to be frustrating, confusing, exhausting, and a whole host of other things. It's not that we're saying it should be fun all the time and only fun and whatever. Like we're saying, when you're stuck in this, like, okay, but, you know, which guy... It can't ever seem to find one that has both of these qualities like we were talking about. You know, the the definition of being insane or doing something insane is doing the same thing over and over and over again, but expecting different results. And you tell me that doesn't sound like going on first date after first date after first date and expecting one to suddenly be different because it does. And so you start to feel like, am I crazy? Am I like, am I the only one that sees this? Like, what's going on? Like, I don't get it. Um, and so once you do that over and over and over and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to avoid that. Like, we're not going to have this problem. So then you like front load all of those like super serious things to try to avoid that cycle, which in turn then just puts so much pressure on those first few dates that it's not fun and round and round you go. So just relax, which trust me, it's real easy for us to just sit here and say, but you got to stop, take a deep breath. And just chill. Yeah. <laughs> we did an episode on that. We'll link yes, that in the newsletter. It's literally that called newsletter. Just Relax. <laughs> Y'all, I literally went through this earlier this year. I was going on a first date and I got myself so worked up. 
And so Lauren, my roommate, was here, obviously. And then um, Lindsay came over after work. And I had been a nervous wreck all day. I was pacing. I mean, I probably wore a hole in my floor. Like, it was pretty close. Like, the carpet probably sunk an inch or two. I was just a nervous wreck. I could not focus. And when Lindsay got here, she's like, Kristen, sit down. Like, And I'm like, I can't. I've got too much energy. And so they're like trying to calm me down, ask me questions, like let me, you know, kind of process things out loud. Like, why are you so nervous? Why? And I was, I mean, I was so worked up. <laughs> and so then I leave and we get to, or I get to the restaurant because meeting him there. And he had texted me. He's like, I'm going to be five minutes late. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And so there was a Lowe's behind the restaurant. And so I went and parked in the Lowe's parking lot because I'm like, I want him to pull in the parking lot first. Don't ask me why. That's just something I wanted to do. And so I can see when he's going to pull in. So I'm sitting there. I, y'all, I am breathing. So, I mean, I wasn't full on hyperventilating, but I was like, oh my gosh, okay, breathe, Kristen. And I'm, at one point, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, get a grip, Kristen. Golly. And after, I mean, within five minutes of us getting in there, I was fine, <laughs> but, and he wasn't nervous at all. So I was like, well, like, good for annoying. you. That's annoying. <laughs> um, but I just finally afterwards, you yeah. know, everyone's like, why were you so worked up? I'm like, I was so excited, but I was so like, from a, from what I already knew about him, yeah. I was like, oh, this guy's legit. Yeah. I'm like, if this doesn't work. I'm, and I'm like, why are you already going there? Like, right? why are you already uh-huh. going there? And it's, that is why, I mean, because I had fun the rest of the day yeah. once the nerves went, but that whole day leading up to it and the first five <laughs> minutes was like, oh my gosh, it, they, I'm probably breaking out in hives. He can't tell, <laughs> but I probably am. And it's like, that wasn't fun at all. But, right. I, but again, because my mind went so far ahead what if this doesn't work what if he hates me what if he doesn't want to talk to me after this like what if it's super awkward it's like just talk to the guy it's dinner and that's it like Uh you don't need to figure out what's going to happen four months from now or a year from now (laughs) or even two weeks from now like it just doesn't that's not your job your job is to go in to sit down at the table to try to have semi-normal conversation (laughs) and not embarrass yourself like that's really your job and that's it and so, I mean, I know, and I wish I could say that that was the only time I've, that's probably the most nervous I've gotten for a first date, but I gotten, I do that. I've done that for most of my first dates. Yeah. And I know for me personally, I think that's why first dates are never, at least the, the buildup Mm. is never fun for me yeah. I was like oh this is so exciting I'm like is it though because I feel like I'm gonna hurl I'm like is that a, is that an exciting feeling for you oh, and so that's what I want us to kind of talk about now is you know why do we think dating isn't fun because we hear you know like we said our parents grandparents whoever saying oh dating should be fun and our immediate response is it's not okay well why not <laughs> and I think there are a few reasons why we think that dating isn't fun I think we don't think it's fun because we treat it like an interview process, whether we like to admit it or not. And nobody likes to interview. If you like to go for job interviews, please DM us because you are one in a million. But no one likes that. It's uncomfortable. It's stiff. It's, you know, uncertain. It's you're antsy, you're nervous, all this stuff. No one likes that. I think we don't think dating is fun because 
it makes us feel insecure. You start mm-hmm. second guessing everything about you that he could possibly not like. What if he doesn't <laughs> like the way I look? What if he doesn't <laughs> like my voice? What if he doesn't, you know, what if we don't have anything in common and that's a mm-hmm. deal breaker? What if I'm not interesting enough? What if he doesn't think I'm funny? What if, you know, spiritually we're on a different page, whether that's, oh, like maybe I'm more spiritually mature and that makes me feel insecure that I need to play it down or, uh-huh. or he's way more spiritually mature than me and I'm not up to that, you know, mark or whatever that maybe he's looking for. So you start to second guess everything you could possibly feel insecure about <laughs> leading up to these dates. And I also think that we think dating isn't fun because we let the uncertainty of it all mm-hmm. really weigh on us. And that I know for me in the Lowe's parking lot, that's the biggest thing that was weighing on me of just, I have no idea how this is going to go. And one of my old bosses, I remember him saying this one time and it drove me crazy when he said it, but he was like, Kristen, you can't date without uncertainty. Yeah. You just can't. And really until you get married, there will be (laughs) uncertainty because, well, and even then, like, like, is there ever not like, unless you're, I'm not arguing. No, no, no. I'm just kind of thinking like, we're not God. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. Well, and I, and yes, I would agree with that. I meant from the standpoint of like, you don't know if you're going to stay with this person. Oh, I see. Until yes. you're, you know, saying I do. Like, gotcha. okay, now you're stuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> but until then, it's like, they could change their mind. Mm-hmm. They could leave. Yeah. They could, you know, decide they don't want to be with me anymore. Yeah. Something could happen that breaks us up i could decide i don't you know you don't know they could do something that breaks your heart and you're like okay well i can't be with you you know you have no clue and that's unavoidable but no one likes uncertainty no one you know likes feeling like they're in the dark yeah and there's a lot of uncertainty yeah you get maybe a little not maybe i would say the longer you date somebody obviously you're gonna get a little more confident you're gonna feel a little sure. more like okay like i do feel like this is gonna work out or I don't really think this is <laughs> you're gonna you know get some clarity the longer you're with somebody but especially in that beginning stage it's supposed to be so fun uh-huh. there's a ton of uncertainty and so i think that's you know that's a huge contributor to why we think it's not fun mm-hmm. Well, and I think as Christians, we have this mentality of marriage is the goal, which it is. So anything short of that is an utter failure of reaching that goal, which I don't think is necessarily the case. You learn things, you you grow from it, you move on from it. But I don't think just because you didn't marry someone and you ended up breaking up doesn't mean that it's a complete failure. But I think we a lot of times have this mentality of, well, what's the point otherwise? You know, if you date someone for a month or two or three and you're getting to know them and then you realize that there's something, a lot of times it's going to be a spiritually based thing that doesn't line up and you have to end it. It's like, well, I just wasted all of that time. So what's the point? So let me find out all this stuff really early so I don't waste my time. And I just don't, I, I don't know. I, I understand the mentality. I've had the mentality. I get it. But I don't know that it is actually helpful in than achieving our goal of getting married because you have to embrace that uncertainty and go with it without viewing it as wasted time if it doesn't work out. Yeah, that's something my mom has preached to me since I was in high school of every time you quit, you know, then it was, oh, I like this person now, I don't like them anymore, or quit dating somebody or quit talking to somebody, whatever she would say every single time without fail, Kristen, this is why you date. 
you yeah. are and she's like even if you only dated the guy for two weeks you figured out something mm-hmm. that you either want that you never thought about before moving forward or that you don't want that, that you, you, thought d- you that you thought you did or even yeah. something you don't want that you didn't think you're like oh i definitely don't need that to repeat itself <laughs> yeah. you're learning from experience and yes that experience may be a month maybe it's six months maybe it's two years but you're gonna learn and you're gonna take from it and I mean, y'all know that's any area of life. The yeah. The things we learn from experience seem to be the things that stick with us the most. And so if we can keep that mentality of I'm not wasting my time, I'm taking mm-hmm. one step closer to figuring out what it is I want, what it is I'm looking for, and hopefully meeting my person. Yeah. And it's a whole different mindset but it's I think it's such a game changer if you can shift to that because it's going to keep you from going down the path of I wasted my time this is pointless this is stupid I'm done unless the what is it the memes that are going around right now where it's like dating when you're 20 like I gotta go out meet somebody and like dating when you're 40 if I'm meant to meet someone he will find me in my home like that's just how it's gonna work yeah and so you know yeah it's like really yeah how many how many different Amazon packages do I need to order to figure out which of you is going to be my husband oh dear but we want to you know make sure we're we're staying hopeful we're staying you know somewhat optimistic (laughs) you can still be realistic and have some optimism but at the same time you know it's not always just a waste of time or like you said a failure if it doesn't work out you're taking steps and you know my dad told me one time he's like Kristen closed doors are just as clear as open ones you know and so you're getting clarity one way or the other absolutely so okay so I think a lot of times with dating advice, you know, people make statements or they say things and you're like, yes. Like, for instance, it's okay for dating to be fun. Yes, we all agree. We love it. But all we know is it's not fun right now. So how do we make it fun? But a lot of times that dating advice just kind of like stops there. It's like, it's okay for dating to be fun. And you're like, okay, great. I'm settling in to hear more about it. And they're like, well... That's the end. Like, okay. Thank you for your time. Great. And now what? And that doesn't really get you anywhere. So we are going to spend the rest of this episode giving you guys some practical ways to make dating fun. This is These are ideas. This is a springboard. This is not a prescriptive list of like, these are the things you have to do. And then poof, you will have fun. These are just some ideas, some things to get you on your way. So we're going to run with it. Yes. All right. So how do we make dating fun? One thing that I have to do on a regular basis is remind myself of what is true. We talk about this from a scriptural standpoint, but you can also do this from a practical standpoint. Well, yeah. I mean, when it's, yeah, think on things that are true. These are true things. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. So I literally, I will break it down so basically of, here's what I remind myself. Kristen, you are going on a date tonight. All right. It is a date. Stop trying to talk yourself out of the fact that it might not be. It is a date. You are most likely better be better be going to get a free meal. Lord willing. So 
props for that. You are going to get to know a guy that you could be or maybe already are interested in. And he feels the same way. Yes. It's not. Yeah. Yes. Taking you on a date. Yes. He's not going to do that if he doesn't want to hang out with you or spend Mm -hmm. time with you or get to know you better. And the result of this one date, good or bad, does not make you a raging success or an epic failure. Either one. Yeah. Okay. Just because, oh, one day went great doesn't mean you're going to marry the guy. But just because it didn't go well doesn't mean I am the worst failure of all of dating and I'm never going out with anybody again. Yeah. And I'm, yes, being slightly dramatic, which shocks no one. But <laughs> but I think we we can tend towards those extremes. Yeah. Um, that was a great first date. Oh, my word. I think I've met my husband. Or that was awful. And then it's like, why, why does no one love me? Why does no one want to be with me? Why did it go well? It never goes well. It never works. And down you go. And it's like, no, neither of those extremes are true. Yeah. So we're thinking on things that are true here and neither of those are it. (laughs) Yes. And I will repeat what Bethany has said multiple times in that your goal by the end of a date is to figure out if you want to go out with another one. Yeah. That is the measure of success one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Even if you decide, oh, I'm not going to. Okay. Well, you learned that that's not your person. Yep. And that's one more Great. person you can cross off the list. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and that's still moving closer. So remind yourself of what is true. The second way I think we can make dating fun is I know as the girl, typically you're not planning the first date, but either either for dates after that, or if he asks you for a first date, hey, did you have anything like you really wanted to do or whatever, yeah. or as you're kind of talking, you know, about going out suggest date ideas that are fun okay i feel like the prescription first date right now is like go to dinner get coffee it used to be you know dinner and a movie and that's great if you like movies that's fine i'm not saying don't do that but pick something that is fun so that even if the date itself doesn't go mm-hmm. super well, you're still having a good time yeah. doing whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. Well, and one, can I just, before we go into the, you go into the rest of this list of like fun date ideas, I just want to throw out one thing. If dinner and a movie is both of your idea of fun, do that. Yeah. It's okay that that's what you find fun. And I, like, don't feel, I guess, don't feel pressured to be like super creative and go do all these fun things. And we have to have variety. We have to do this stuff. If that's what's fun for you, then just go to dinner and a movie. Yeah. Like, it's okay if that's a majority, a good bit of what you do. Talk over dinner. Enjoy the movie. It's fine. Yeah. Well, and I think we talk, we have mixed reviews, I think, from other people we've talked about, talked about, talked to about going to movies on initial dates. Okay. First, okay. I wasn't meaning a first date. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No. And I know that. We've talked about that. But I at the same time as you're getting to know someone like if you're still trying to figure it out uh-huh. a movie might be a nice like oh i don't feel the pressure to talk to you well it's like <laughs> i think movies are great <clears throat> especially if maybe you get really nervous and you just need some time to be in this person's presence to just like <sighs> relax yeah. but you don't feel this forced like i have to talk to him i have to carry a conversation i have to make a lot of eye contact i have to do all these things and you just you just need to get comfortable being around them movies are great go grab coffee go grab dinner talk whatever and then if you're just like ah a movie's a great way to just relax be in each other's company and then you have a shared experience as 
small as that is to talk about what did you think about the movie what did you like this is my favorite part this made me laugh i didn't like that blah 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 you have something to talk about then going forward yes exactly so keep that in mind like do something that you both enjoy that isn't just again this environment for a job interview of oh i've got to sit down across the table from you and ask you 47 questions (laughs) that i have on my phone and make sure that we line up on at least 80 percent of them like no go do something fun at the end of the evening (laughs) yeah you know go play mini golf or top golf is a really if you have a top golf near you that's super fun and humbling um (laughs) go drive go karts go on a hike if you're insane um (laughs) Just kidding. I love you people who hike. I'm just not going to do it with you. Um, go do, uh, go to a sporting event or a play or some sort of something that you can watch together that you both enjoy. And I think we did a couch cast very early on about like fun date ideas. Yeah. We can link that in the newsletter too for other stuff we'll talk about. But doing something, again, like you said, shared experience. It's something for you to talk about later it's something you can kind of see how, you know, if you're going to flirt a little Mm -hmm. bit, like this is a good time to do it. If you're competitive, this is fun, you know, whatever, but do something that it's not just, I feel the need to just sit here and look into your eyes for two hours (laughs) and, you know, ask you to bear your soul. Yeah. It's, it's lighthearted. It's enjoyable. And like I said, if it starts to go downhill, you can at least be like, okay, well, I like mini golf, so yeah. I'm going to see if I can beat my personal, you know, best <laughs> yeah. score today or whatever. And then, you know, you walk away and it wasn't super awkward and uncomfortable and you didn't feel stuck. I yeah. think if you can find something too that maybe this is just me, but like feeling like you're stuck in a place with somebody almost makes it worse. Yeah. So Date claustrophobia is totally a thing. Yeah. And so if you're doing something that's fun and you're moving around, it's, it feels a little more free. <laughs> yeah. Um, that might help. I'm, a, yeah. I'm talking as if it's going to go poorly, but it, it even if going poorly is just that it's awkward. Yeah. Like that's, it's not that it's going bad in the sense of, Oh, I don't like this guy. Or he's like, Oh, I really don't like this girl. Even if it's just like, Oh my word, this is awkward. And I don't know what to say. And I don't know what to do, which makes it more awkward, which makes you worry that you're going to mess it up. And it just magnifies. This gives you something to focus on other than the person so intently. And that's good. And like, I always say, go to a museum, Mm -hmm. go to some sort of art exhibit, Thank you very much. I promise it's fun. I know y'all make fun of me. I've been I've been to a museum on a first date. I can't remember if I've said that on here or not. And it was really fun. Even if the fun is that you're making fun of whatever it is that's being exhibited. Like, okay, that's fun. Like, those are fun things to do. And I would like to say, too, a lot of times we talk about going on dates and doing things. And, okay, do this so that you can find out that. And, okay, do this so that it makes it easier to find out this. I just want to say for the record so that it's on the record, it is okay for dates, maybe not all the time, but it is okay for dates to be just fun. It doesn't always have to be a way of learning something more about the person. It doesn't always have to be to like figure out what you can find out from a date. It Like even if all you figure out on a date is that I really enjoy this guy's company. It doesn't have to be just on a first date. Let's say you've been out four or five times and y'all go to something really fun. You're like, I had such a good time just being with him, just hanging out with him. We, I just really enjoy his company. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, if that's all you ever do, okay, then 
you're not ever going to find out the stuff you need to find out, but it is okay for dates to be just fun. There doesn't have to be, let's do this so that we can find out that. It can simply be, let's go do this because we both enjoy it. That's good. That's a great reminder. Okay. The last thing I will say that I would recommend you do if you want to make dating fun is to not take yourself so seriously yes. preaching to the choir here she um says to the girl who i hyperventilated yes in a parking lot, a parking lot. <laughs> um it's fine i'm fine <laughs> where my t-shirt bethany got me for my birthday i'm fine it's fine everything's fine but god don't take yourself so seriously i'm gonna tell you right now okay there is a very good chance you'll say something stupid on this date <laughs> yeah. okay because when you're trying to impress somebody 98% of the time it feels like you say something and then you get in the car afterwards you're like what the what? heck was that yeah. um what is that line from is it maybe something from friends I was like are we really talking about tree oh it's when Ross oh. is trying to impress the pizza delivery girl yes. and he's talking about gas, gas? <laughs> he shuts the door he's like I think it was Chandler were you really just talking to her about gas <laughs> And I was like, what the heck? But there, I'm not saying you're going to do that, but there's a good chance you're going to say something and be like, what the heck, Kristen? Why yeah. did you say that? But there's also a very good chance he's going to say something stupid too. And yeah. you're going to get in the car and be like, oh, poor buddy. I bet he didn't mean to say that. And remember, that's your reaction to yeah. him saying that. It's so not like, oh, what a moron. To, exactly. Yeah. And also, just because I, I have experience in this department of saying stupid things, I'm like, well, that was dumb. If you acknowledge it, make the joke yourself yeah like it's funny yeah yeah kind of like going back to um talking about sitcoms if you the office episode the koi pond oh my where michael falls in the koi pond and then everyone's making fun of him and then jim tells him dude like make you know poke fun at yourself make the joke yourself and so he does and everyone's laughing and he re- you know michael realizes oh like this is how self-deprecation is funny big of a deal yeah. and then he takes it too far and whatever and pure michael's fashion <laughs> but fashion fashion that's what i was trying to say it's fine don't say something stupid yeah there you go <laughs> see perfect example you have mirror I'll, I'll just call it out for you <laughs> anyway no but if you make a joke acknowledge it whatever the awkwardness is gone and it's not like oh did he hear me say that does he realize what i meant i don't know and then you're He's talking and you're thinking about this thing you said 90 seconds ago and you miss what he said and then it just snowballs from there. So make a joke of it. Acknowledge the awkwardness. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Well, and I try to remind myself, too, that these are the moments that are going to make great stories for later, whether it works out with the guy or not. Absolutely. To be able to tell my friends, be like, oh, my gosh, I started talking about trees for like 20 minutes. (laughs) And he was so he looked like his eyes glazed over. And then I was like, what the heck, Kristen, what are you doing? Like that's a fun thing to report back and it's also if it does work out with the guy it's funny to be like hey oh. remember when i talked about trees for way too long on our first date and he'll probably be like oh my gosh yes and i really liked you up. but i really needed you to change the subject it's fun and it's funny to yeah. like talk about it's those things race. later yeah and so don't be afraid to like when you're looking back on a date like laugh at yourself when it was yeah. you did say something awkward or stupid or whatever because i feel like movies and tv shows have ruined this for us oh, because yeah. we watch dates on tv and they're so effortless when and it's right and it's the right person yes how do they always go? yeah and there's just this effortless witty banter and there's never an awkward silence and it's just so perfect like i think about one of my favorite movies is uh 
how to lose a guy in 10 days and when she meets and andy meets ben in the Uh bar so kate hudson meets matthew mcconaughey and they do this very witty like one word exchanges Uh and i'm like there is no way Uh i would be that smooth with just a pretty person that i saw in a bar (laughs) okay there's just one i don't go to bars two like no she's not smooth in front of pretty people no i'm not i'm not at all and so it's just it set this fault false expectation of oh i've got to be like perfect and smooth and on and cunning and witty and whatever or it's a failure yeah Yeah. or he's not gonna like me Uh or i'm not gonna be funny enough or i'm not gonna be smart enough or he's gonna think i'm an idiot or what no because exactly what we just said a minute ago if he says something let you're like oh i bet he didn't mean to say that or like oh that was kind of funny and he was stumbling (laughs) you could tell he wish he like had said it differently but i thought it was kind of cute and then that's the end of it i mean just think about it when you come back from a first date and you're talking to your friends and they're like oh my word how did it go you're telling them and you're like i think he was a little nervous like it was a little awkward and what do all of you do oh that's so cute like so sweet it means he cared exactly and so i think we should have a little grace in realizing that guys are going to be thinking the same thing but one thing i do want to just point out as a tip when it comes to talking about like the banter and the awkward silences and you kind of build up this pressure of like okay i have to have plenty of things to say and we've talked about think of some questions to ask before you go like have those things in your arsenal but we can get so uh, like in our head about it so one thing i just wanted a tip that has helped me when i kind of like realize this for myself is if this is a first date remember you've never been on a date with this guy before which i was just like duh i know first date it's kind of in the title but what i mean by that is just because you've told the same funny stories or shared the same things about yourself on a different date with a different guy doesn't mean anything. It's going to seem repetitive to you because you've told the story over and over. You've said, told, said these things about yourself and these experiences and these things you like and the things you whatever. And so in your mind, you feel like, Oh my word, like I've talked about that. Like, but it's a different guy. So remember, he has never heard this information before. This is new to him. It only seems repetitive to you. So you don't have to come up with new questions to you. You could have four questions that you have thought about and you ask on every first date you ever go on. You don't have to tell him you ask this on every first date you go on. But you know that. You're the only one that knows that because you're the only one on all of those dates. Unless you go on a first date with the same guy multiple times. We've done that before, but that we won't get into that. I forgot about that. I always forget about that. And then I laugh every time I remember. Uh, so, yeah. Just re- remember that. Yeah. That's good. That's a good final tip. Any last thoughts for making dating fun? I, I Yes. I just want to encourage you guys that just because it hasn't been fun up to this point and just because it doesn't always work out and just because it seems like guy after guy after guy there's always the same issue um i was actually thinking the other day like kind of in thinking about this like this should be fun thinking back to how like i i have in it's funny 2020 like people didn't really date much i i did you did i've kind of been on this tear through 2020 and then this year of like i've just put myself out there and thought okay i'm gonna why not go on a date with this guy talk to him for a few days let's go out let's go get coffee let's figure out so i was counting up the other day i think since 2020 through 
I don't know, a couple months ago or whatever, I think I've gone out on at least a first date and then subsequent with some, I think 12 different guys, which is a lot for me. That is. Like, that's a lot. Because normally I'm more of like, okay, got to figure out all these things and got to, you know, know all this stuff before you're going to date with someone. And so I've kind of, that hadn't worked. So I was like, okay, let's try a different approach. And so I kind of changed my philosophy a little of, okay, we've talked a little on an app or whatever. He wants to go get coffee. He wants my number. Okay, sure. Let's go grab coffee. I, let's get to know each other in person. Yeah. Uh, and so I've done that a lot more. And it's fun. It's fun to have a date. It's fun to go out with the guy. But it's also not fun when out of those 12 guys, I would say probably, I had, didn't actually think through this specifically, but now that I kind of am, I would say eight or nine of them probably all ended or didn't progress for the same reason. And those reasons were either there was like a serious lack of initiative on his part. Like we talked, we've just talked about recently what does pursuit look like? That was pretty much non-existent for that. Like they wanted to hang out they wanted to do stuff, but it was kind of a, like up to you that to real make it happen. Pursuit wasn't there. Uh, or just really shallow spiritually. And so it's really fun to go on dates and to have someone that's interested in to, but when it always ends for the same reason every time that gets not fun and I get that and so I guess just encouraging you guys to to take what we've said and and realize that there's a balance there between getting to know someone and going on a date with them realizing that going on a date with them is not this big super serious thing all of the time but then also realizing that when, if and when it doesn't work out, like like you were saying, it's not a failure. It's not because there's something wrong with you necessarily. Now, I will say we've had conversations of like, okay, so what's the common denominator in all of these experiences? It's me or it's you, like whoever's the person going on all of the dates. So there is a place for like a little reflection of, am I taking myself too seriously? What am I doing or saying that maybe I shouldn't? But there's balance. I guess that all of that, I kind of, I was setting the stage for all that to say there is a balance there. There's a balance of having fun and taking things seriously. And that's the sweet spot. When either side is too weighted, you're going to end up frustrated, I think. Because if you take it too seriously at the beginning, you're not going to have fun because that's not what you focus on. If all you focus on is having fun, then you're going to get invested in something that then you realize these big things aren't really there. So whenever either of those is out of balance, you're going to end up frustrated, I think. So remember, it's okay to have fun. You should have fun. Please have fun. But that's not all there is to it. And same thing with the other side too. Amen. Amen and amen. (laughs) That's good. All right, guys, we'll leave you with that. We hope that this episode has been encouraging for you and challenging for you. If you enjoyed it, we would love for you to share it with a friend and tell them about us and have them start joining the Looking for the Middle family. We would love to have all your friends around. And then y'all can talk about the episodes. Then you can send (laughs) us all questions. It'll be great. Um, So, yeah, so be sure and... Be sure and check back next week where we will have a new full length episode for you. And also, if you have a question for us, 
that you would like us to answer on the air. We have um, buttons in our Instagram bio that you can submit those. If you're a girl and you have a question, there is a couch cast button where you can submit your question. And if you are a guy listening, thank you for being here. (laughs) Um, Special thanks to you. (laughs) But we have a form called a backstage pass submission, which is where you as guys get to submit questions to get answers from a girl's perspective on dating. So we answer both of those once a month each, typically. Um, So feel free to send us whatever questions you may have. We would love to answer them. But we'll leave you with that. We'll see y'all or talk to y'all next week. (laughs) But until then, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking from the Middle.